you man. I got nothing. So uh, this is Matt. <laughs> oh, am I next? Oh shit. Yeah, you were next. Oh, okay. Do we do this over, or do we just keep going? <laughs> yeah, just keep rolling. Hey, I'm Mike. <laughs> do we lose Greg? Am I, oh, I'm, oh, okay. I'm next. This is Greg Boucher. Or should I just say this is Greg? Like, no, nah. it doesn't matter. Okay. Should I, should uh, I specify okay. since we have two mics? Yeah, it was funny because uh, I know some like Mike's real first name is Joe, but I've always only known him as Mike. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be easier. It's weird because like work people by Joe call this, me by my this episode. No, people yeah. at like work call me Joe or Joseph. So then like Throw people outside of work. Well, yeah, it's like weird because then they'll talk to me or I'll see someone like that I'm talking to, and then I'll see someone that calls me Mike, and they're like, "That person just called you the wrong name, and you answered." <laughs> like, yeah, that's my name too. Like, relax. <laughs> it's a long story. Get over it. One of the artists I work with, he has a, a, a pseudonym that he uses, and I remember the first time I heard somebody use his real name, I was confused about who the hell they were talking about. <laughs> and they're like, no, oh, but funny. it wasn't Killian. It's like, what? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm not going to drop his real name, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, ruin the, don't ruin this uh, the suspense. Right. <laughs> Anyways, this is Ranks for Nothing. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about comics. Um we had Matt, as always, and then we have two guests this week. Mike Randazzo, who's got my favorite last name of anyone I've ever met. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, and Greg Boucher. Are you? I, Boucher I is not bad. Into, are you? Uh, are you French? Are you like French Canadian? Where does that name come from? Yeah, French Canadian. Okay, I didn't know that. Yep. It was one of those things where I was like, I just always knew that was your last name, but never really put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty wild <laughs> having a name nobody can fucking pronounce, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know all about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Matt's last name is Zitsky. <laughs> no, it's Zitsky. Even see, ah, whatever. See, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Point proven. Right? Yeah, I just stop correcting people. I'm like, yeah, that's close enough. Starts yeah. with an R. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Mike Riley doesn't care. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm alright. Really? Right? Oh man, Riley. Really? The hardest thing about my last name is spelling it. Like, because there's like 40 different ways to spell yeah. Riley. So I before uh, E. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so the, you get that, and then is it L, two L's, one? Yeah, four L's. Big pain in the ass. Yeah, it's four <laughs> L's and three Y's. Four L's, three E's, and one Riley. Y. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a silent K in there for some reason. Yeah. Cryly. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about comics. I used to bullshit comics with Mike. I think we talked more, like, we played in bands together, and I think we talked more about comics than we did about music <laughs> when we were in those bands. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then, uh, Greg, uh, I'd probably talk more about music with him, too, and then uh, come to find out that, you know, I knew that he was into comics back then, but uh, he's, he's really into comics. Yeah, and you guys... Noah and Jonas probably heard him bitch about how I would read comics during band practice while I was playing. <laughs> I, think I have so. heard that before. <laughs> yeah. How is that possible? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of downtime in band practice sometimes, you know? When yeah. you play bass, yeah. Yeah, no one cares about bass. <laughs> it's not too distracting <laughs> while playing. <laughs> just just play one handed like the dude from Hemlock. <laughs> oh. oh my God. You only need Hemlock. Yeah, it's all open strings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. We're going to talk about, uh, not music, comics. And uh, so, let's see. Who wants to go? F- Does anyone have a, a standout pick of the week they want to talk about? Pick of the they week? They want to go first. Oof, I don't know. I, didn't re- I got books this week. I didn't read anything yet, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll throw some out there. I think my, uh, it, it just, uh, I think it just ended. I think there was only a four series. Anyways, um, my favorite, uh, over the course of the last couple months now, um is the Wonder Woman Dead Earth series that came oh, out dude. on the, the DC so Black good. Label. Dude. 
so this is written and uh, drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson, who's becoming like a real favorite of mine. Um, he did, uh, I don't know if you read Extremity or Murder Falcon, but both of those are fucking so much fun. Sounds awesome. Um, extre- <laughs> yeah, Extremity was a little bit more uh, like serious, I guess. And Murder Falcon, obviously, it's <laughs> with a name like that, it's going to be a little silly. <laughs> serious but, book. Uh, yeah, it's a super serious book. It's about uh, <laughs> political exploitation, the downfall of Venezuela. No. Uh, yeah. But Murder Falcon, if you haven't read it, it uh, they're both on um, Extremity and Murder Falcon were on Image. And uh, Murder Falcon was uh, it's basically this kind of burnout kid that's kind of trying to start a band. And then uh, he stumbles upon this thing and, and uh, he, he summons a giant falcon that plays <laughs> heavy metal music. <laughs> and they start a band and, and, fight, and fight evildoers together. That and it's amazing. just fucking... It's fun, and it's. I think it was a limited series. I think they did it was like a eight issues and done type of thing. When did that wrap up? Um, I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, about a year or two ago. Okay. And uh, I think he did that. I think Extremity came first, and then he did Murder Falcon, and then he started doing. He started getting jobs at um like DC and Marvel, so he started getting bigger. Like we had to like wipe that from stuff. the slate. Like yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get that out. But um, he yeah this this Wonder Woman Dead Earth thing's dope. Like it's so good. Like. It's fucking gruesome, and it's uh, it's just, it's a story that's uh, obviously it hasn't really been told before, but it takes place kind of in like a post-apocalyptic future, and uh, I think one of my favorite things about the new DC that Black Label line is that it's all out of continuity stuff. It's just like little single issue like story, not single issue stories, but self-contained stories. I have a and, question um, about that. Yeah, is that a normal size Black Label book or is that the? Big, it's one of those stupid- oversized square ones. Yeah. I think that's the normal size for Black Label, though, isn't it? Um, there's a, they're all the huge. three jokers I think for the is most small. part. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that, and the Adam Strange one is is regular size too. Oh, I forgot that was Black Label too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. Like I, I really like that DC kind of carved that little niche out, and uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah, but she goes fucking like ape shit. Like she basically, you wake, you go into the story like uh kind of with the same amount of information that Wonder Woman has. Like, she just wakes up and, like, shit's off the hook, and she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And, um, she, like, she just, only like, has half power or something, right, too? Yeah, like, she's been robbed, so she's, like, weak. She doesn't really know why. She, the world's kind of gone to shit, and she doesn't know why. And you're kind of, like, learning as she does, like, as the story kind of progresses of, like, what's going on. And um, it's fucking crazy. Like, there's one time when she uh, she straight up rips the spine and skull <laughs> out of a decayed Superman's body. And then uses that spinal cord as a fucking weapon, and it's fucking amazing, dude. She like uh, strings it along her lasso of truth, so she yeah. has this fucking lasso of truth with the spinal cord and skull of Superman. Yeah, Jesus. dude. Like if so that doesn't brutal. make you yeah. want to read this, I don't know what will. Because that's fucking badass. I was gonna ask if the loss of power thing had something to do with the movie, but I guess not. Yeah, <laughs> not not no. I don't think so. I don't think this has any uh, connection to the movie. <laughs> It was like something where like, I can't remember exactly what it was off the top of my head, but something with like the radiation, like she took her like cufflinks off or her uh, mm-hmm. bracelets and then like she unleashed some nukes or yeah. something. I don't know what yeah, the it hell comes out. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of hard without like spoiling some of the story, but yeah, for the, for the basic end of it, like that's kind of what the story's about is like, she's trying to figure out what happened and why it happened. So part of the fun of like uh, reading it is, is kind of un- unfolding what's, what's going on. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Like I don't read a whole lot of superhero continuity stuff, mostly because it's just like there's too much to keep up on. Yeah, like it's just like right. it gets expensive, and then it's like ah, this is like. But the black level stuff is really cool because it's just like yeah, I can I could 
I could totally plow down for, you know, a year's worth of stuff and, and be all right with that or a couple months and go for it. But it's cool. Yeah. Speaking of black label stuff, have any of you guys checked out that uh, Joker Harley Criminal Sanity black label book? No. Dude, was that it book, any good? Dude, that book is sick as fuck, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> shit rules. She's like, uh, she works for the uh, Gotham PD and she's like some type of forensic analyst, but she uses okay. her, her like um, psychology background to kind of like rip apart crime scenes and kind of try to predict what's going on next. And you don't really know who the Joker is in this book. It's not like your typical Joker, but it's yeah, just okay. like really weird, fucked up crimes going on. And like bodies are just kind of mutilated, but in a, like an artsy way, because this dude who's the Joker figure like thinks he's an artist. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. <laughs> it, it's funny because like. So much of like the Harley stuff, like after especially the movies and stuff like that, like I got like burnt out. It's like it's kind of over yeah. it and all it's that. Like, like they make such a big deal of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like so overplayed. So like eh, I don't know if I really want to deal with that book. But, this uh, is the complete opposite of all other Harleys. Like she's like wearing yeah, just okay. like a normal jacket and jeans, no makeup or anything. She's just like a normal chick doing her like forensic evidence job. It's pretty sweet. That's cool. Yeah, so yeah. Is, that's nice. Is Black Label where they're sticking like the Elseworlds stuff now? Yeah, I think it's like oh, completely like Elseworlds. Like it's all contained Little stories, like nothing, nothing in continuity, more adult themes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they're uh, they're completely going in on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all most of it at least has been pretty damn good. Like that other Joker book, Killer Smile. If you guys check that one, dude. Out. Yeah, that was fucking sweet. <laughs> that was twisted as hell, dude. <laughs> dude, so good. I finished the uh, the. Jo- I didn't read the Batman Joker Killer one issue yet. I picked it up last time I went, but I didn't get a chance to read it. Oh, that was the Jeff Lemire one, right? Yeah, yeah. Jeff Jeff Lemire is the shit, man. Yeah, dude. I got rules. Oh man. Yeah. I remember, uh, dude. I, yeah, I remember. Uh, I've been. I remember picking up like a top shelf sampler book, like psh, fucking fifteen years ago or something like that. And it had that Tales from the Farm thing on it in the head. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. It was all like black and white art. And it was like art that I enjoy. And then it had hockey in it. And I was like, dude, I'm, I need to order this. So I got a, what was his name? Brian at a Cosmic to, to order it for me. And then, dude, I was just like, I've been obsessed ever since. Dude, I remember you telling me about that. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'll check it out eventually. And then like I read Sweet Tooth. I was like, oh, fuck, this is the same guy. Holy shit, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was so bumped. So like when Street Tooth came out, I was like super stoked and I bought two issues of the first one. And um, uh, he was running a promotion that he said, if you send, if you mail him a copy, he'll sign it and send it back to you. And I was like, oh, I need to do that. And then I moved across the country. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so bummed because I was like unpacking stuff after that. And I was like, oh, fuck, I was totally supposed to do that. Looking back, that would have been a nice little score. Uh, Track him down. But. Yeah, right. Explain like, hey, to him. Man. Hey, I moved, so <laughs> so you totally ruined my whole thing. <laughs> right, so you need to live actually, up to this. Yeah. I uh I have a tattoo from you, man. Like, come on, man, do this. Oh yeah, I remember you did get that on your calf or something, right? Yeah, it's on my shin. What yeah, is it? That's, that's what it was. The, from um the Tales from the Farm. It's basically the yeah. Essex County um series that he did. It's got uh it's got the little kid Lester with the the little makeshift cape and then um his uh the the old hockey player that works at the gas station but in his uh prime okay. he's got like a little hockey jersey on but yeah. i don't know if you've ever, ever read that greg oh, dude, dude check it out it's, it's so, so good. good so it's it, so it was originally released released in like three kind of like trades um like self-contained stories but they're all kind of raveled together um it's all basically just about growing up 
and like life in rural Canada, like where he grew up, Jeff did. Okay. And uh, so it's like, it's basically a long convoluted family history is kind of what it goes from. So you find out that this kid's dad was related to this and then she did this. And then that next book is all about that lady. And so it does all this. It's just like, it's the way it weaves together and all the way the stories go. And it's just so well done. It's probably like of books, comics, like whatever. It's probably my favorite story that I've ever read, like as a, as a set and you can get it collected. It's called Essex County by, uh, by Jeff Lemire. Who, uh, who published it? Um, that was top shelf. Oh, yeah, I think it was re-released under uh, Image though recently. Oh, did they? I didn't I know think that. They did. I, I want to say maybe not, but I think because I had to pick it up again because I had the soft cover, and I don't know what happened okay. to it. But I bought it again, and it was a hard cover, and I think it was out on Image. Ah, oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I went to Comic Con that year that the first collection was released in hardcover, and I bought it. And I remember I was at a panel or something, and then I wanted to make it. Cause I knew he was going to be there and I was, he was going to like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go and, uh, just, you know, say hi and buy the book from him. And, uh, I got there and he, I was like, Oh, you know, is, is Jeff around? And, uh, he was like, Oh, he just left. I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. but I ended up buying that. It's, it was, uh, I think it was a limited like Comic-Con set of it or something like that. I don't know, if it, but it was, a uh, it's a pretty cool little hardcover thing that I got for it. He yeah. saw you come in One and he's the- like, fuck, that's the guy that moved. Yeah, right. fuck that guy. So, no, this is this is pre-move. Oh, okay. This, is pre-move. Okay. <laughs> this guy who has a tattoo, my shit on his leg. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> that was pre-tattoo too. Oh damn. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, I did meet Jason Aaron that year though. That was fun. I talked to him about uh, because that was right after like Scalped came out. Oh, nice. So that was fun. He was a cool dude. That was because he was like still new to comics too. Like I think Scalped was like really his breakout. He did the other side on Vertigo, and then he did Scalped. And I think he was just starting to get in at Marvel at that point. Like he hadn't really done anything there yet. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. I heard so that he was still like cool. under the radar. Yeah, I heard. I heard he's like cool as hell and just like super southern. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he's he's totally was. Like I was just like, like kind of like awestruck. I was like, hey man, I really like your books. He was like, oh, like just super like that southern polite. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> It was funny because I brought like I think like three or four comics with me, and one of them was that scalp number one. And I was like, "Would you mind signing this?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, man, no problem. This is awesome." I was like that's was like you're a cool dude. Damn, but, dude, that's awesome, dude. Speaking yeah. of signing stuff, did you guys notice in that pulp book that we talked about prior to this? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it came the entire with, show we had before. Yeah. yeah. Basically. <laughs> Uh, it came with that bookmark that Jeff, or not Jeff Lemire, uh, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips signed. Did you guys see Wait, that? Oh, really? What? I didn't buy it. I, I read it on a, uh, I read it on Hoopla. Yeah, same here. I need to go oh, back and you? look. Yeah. I don't remember seeing it. Yeah, open it up, dude. Because yeah, mine came with one, and it, at first I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like they probably just printed this on here, and then it fell yeah. out of the book like upside down, and you could see like the imprint on the back side of it. And I was like, oh man, they actually signed this shit. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's it's awesome. pretty cool. Somebody might have got mine. Right, they're like ah, somebody stole you. This one, <laughs> I'm just gonna go to the store and just steal, just steal them now. Well, then I'm not gonna say where I got it because I don't want to make him feel bad. <laughs> yeah, right. That's reminding. I don't want to make Ralph feel bad. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's oh awesome. man, damn. Yeah, let's. Do you guys want to talk about pulp right now? Because that shit was good. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do it. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's probably the. I mean, I admittedly I haven't read a lot this year, but that's probably the best thing I've read this year. Like I, I like you. uh was it uh, Randezzo that said that it wasn't what you were you you were expecting it to be? Yeah. I went into it thinking it was going to be 
more of a Western because that's kind of how it was marketed. And yeah, uh, totally. somebody was like, no, no, it's not a Western. And I read it, I fell in love with it because like it's so relevant yet feels mm-hmm. like like it's actually a story that happened in the 1930s, you know, like mm-hmm. with, with totally. the whole Nazi thing and, and yep. they're like infiltrating everything. And man, it was, it was it was such a surprise and such a welcome surprise. But the whole Western element, I thought, was so well worked into the story that it didn't bother yeah. me. Yeah, it didn't feel shoehorned at all at all. Like it's funny to me like how distant the 1930s feel from like the Wild West, you know what I mean? But they weren't. But like uh, but when yeah. you think about it, yeah, it's like, <laughs> years like away in, our, in my mind, yeah, in my mind I'm like, dude, that was like fucking 100 years before that. Well, but it's like, dude, that was like 30 years removed, 40 <laughs> yeah. years well, removed. Well, I mean, think about it though. You you probably did any of you guys play Red Dead Redemption 2? Yeah, yeah, I did. How uh, that opens a massive game? <laughs> I I played the first one. <laughs> I haven't played year the year to well, beat. So <laughs> RDR two opens with like an automobile that it takes place in like 1915 or something. And, uh-huh. uh, the wild bunch was set like right when the first automobiles came out. And like that whole movie was about, uh, uh, dealing with the creep of technology and how these, these right. cowboys were kind of men out of, out of time because like the automobile was coming and like, what was the horse? What was the cowboy? Uh, like that whole, it was only like really 15 years from from the end of the cowboy era to yeah to that's crazy. Age. yeah not that long it's nuts yeah that was the one before the most recent red dead right um the one you're talking about i thought that was the most recent yeah. red dead no was it what? redemption too maybe i don't know i didn't even beat the most recent one because i was like dude i don't want to ride a horse everywhere <laughs> so fucking fast travel in this shit what the fuck yeah it sucked man it's i mean it was a cool ass game but shit. that's funny oh man yeah yeah was- but that, that that pulp was super good what were you gonna say mike i was say that was a badass game <laughs> the one greg was talking about <laughs> <make the video. laughs> i mean yeah, can pulp we, was do awesome. we want to give away spoilers or whatever about it or yeah, why not? How, when did that? If you want, if you want to read Pulp without spoilers, fast forward five minutes or so. When did Pulp come out? Like in July of this year? <laughs> it came out somewhat recently. Like, yeah, I want to yeah, say July, maybe, August. I, August. I only got yeah. it recently, I but I got surprised Hoopla had after he had to reorder. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised that Hoopla had it too. Uh, I don't know if you guys use Hoopla, but it's like a library digital service. You can watch movies, and they have a shitload of comics yeah. on there. Oh, that's so cool. If you have a library card, you can basically get Hoopla. I think most of them have it. So I. I was check. I was like, I was uh, actually looking for something else, and then I saw that. I was like, oh shit, I should read this, and then uh, could talk to you guys because it, it, you had mentioned it, and I hadn't read it at that time. I was like, I'll just read this real quick, and it was super quick, easy read. So I was like, I told Matt, I was like, dude, you should read this before we do the comic episode. Yeah, yeah. dude, it just like flew by. I was a uh, yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot more western focused because I read an interview with Sean Phillips, and he was like, if I never have to draw a horse again, I'll be happy. And I was <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> shit, okay. There was like 10 horses I, in it. <laughs> I, it yeah, well, like one pages. horse is enough for some artists. Like, the artists I work yeah, with, they're are so bitch. tired of drawing horses. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I Yeah. Well, because I do all high, all high fantasy in westerns. So, like, fuck horses. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Oh, that's awesome. You should do a comic of nothing but horses. I like should. Anthropomorphic like, horses. Like horses that, that like talk to each other and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Like that. Uh, like like uh, like we three or something. Yeah. yeah. Or should I do oh, like Mister Horse from Ren and Stimpy, like where it walks around? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's awesome. I was thinking like Homeward uh, Bound, but shit. we three is way cooler of a reference. <laughs> so I was reading something weird last night that uh, I never read. We three, but I guess in the what the 
Weapon Plus wiki that it's implied in, in Wii 3 that they are Weapon 2 or Weapon 3 out of the Weapon Plus program? Do you guys know about that? I, I think I did know that. I think I had known that, yes. I have no idea what the Weapon Plus program is, so... so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Captain America and Wolverine, like Wolverine oh, and that, 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. okay. Yeah, like a little nod to that Yeah, show. well, I think the, the only weird disconnect is, uh, wasn't Wii 3, uh, it was, it was a DC property. So it was Image, like, right? Oh, yeah, DC, I guess, at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was, Vertigo, uh, it was Wildstorm it's Vertigo. Vertigo. What, yeah, but that's, was Vertigo. Vertigo. that's like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles being, dir- like, not directly, but being tied in with Daredevil's origin. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where it's just like a Daredevil rip. It was almost like an homage. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had heard that theory, but I don't know. Uh, outside of Grant Morrison, I don't know if anyone's gonna uh, solidify that or not. I think I don't it's know cool. what drugs are on. It is a cool uh, little fan theory, though. Matt, I think you just I just read, read it recently, yeah, for the first time. Yeah, what'd you think of that? That's a fun comment. It was pretty good. It was, it was only like three issues. It goes by pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, it's, it's short. short. It's super short. Yeah, it was like because I saw someone posted on Reddit of like, oh, it's such a tearjerker when like the. Like the dog is always asking, like, "Am I a good boy?" Kind of thing. It's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 it yeah. is. Let's kind of go into it, like, no, it's not. It's a fucking comic book. It's not going to make me cry. I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you need <to> surprise. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's oh, pretty man, good. That's a surprise. It's like that Pride of Baghdad book. Did you guys ever read that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a that was a kind of a tearjerker oh, yeah, too. I yeah. I always forget about that. Dear. Like uh, Brian Vaughn did that like right after Why the Last Man, and it was always like. It seemed like a weird transition, but it, it's such a good book. It was like relevant at the time, though, right? With all the yeah, Iraq yeah, stuff totally. going on. So yep, yeah, yep, it's like yep. a little too like, close yeah, to home. Whatever. I see this all yeah. the time in the news. It'll be fine. I'm like, oh no, what? The lion just got killed. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> lion King all over again. What is this shit? Lion King all over. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, the, speaking of like relevant, like uh, Greg, you mentioned it, but with pulp, like that was one of my favorite like aspects of that book was the fact that they like we're talking about the like the nazis like meeting in madison square garden and having like this whole thing and i'm just like jesus christ like that could be dude, happening how now. are we how is it yeah. 2020 and this shit still <laughs> what's going on in kentucky right now probably <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous uh, meanwhile we don't uh, have any any retired cowboys to help us out yeah seriously <laughs> right <laughs> oh man it's like uh uh there's a line in there when uh they were like talking he was going over the robbery with the with what's his name, the main character, and he's like, so he asked him, was like, so who are these people that deserve to be stolen from? And he goes, the fucking Nazis. <laughs> like that's a fucking great line. Oh, oh it was so good. Yeah, that book was awesome. It was a cool little like touch too that he was actually the person he was writing about in the westerns too. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a nice little tie-in. I, I, I think I like, I didn't see it coming, but like. After I saw that and like after the reveal, I was like, ah, that makes so much more sense. Right. Yeah. I think it's expected, though. Like when you write, you always tend to put your own self in there. And if you have any kind of cool stories to draw on, of course, you're going to put them in your books. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Yeah. I can see that. That was a fun book, though. Yeah. That book was awesome. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think we touched on most of it with that book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't say enough. Like, if if you haven't picked it up, please go get it. It's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. You really can't go wrong with uh, Brew Baker and and uh, Phillips, Shauna Phillips. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that team is just so good together. It's not far off of what they normally do, but it is no. at the same time, which makes it awesome. You know? Eh, yeah. I think they just they have like a second hand with each other, where it's just like they they just it's almost like they can complete each other's sentences. Like, you know what I mean? Like. They work really well together, story and uh, art-wise. 
they just know how to they complement each other very well yeah exactly i was just gonna say that they just like complement each other so well mm-hmm. throughout that whole book mm-hmm. so yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah. totes my goats do that part where uh reading. is that gonna be your pick of the week then greg uh pulp no yeah. um oh <laughs> then. so i i don't know how late i am on this i know that this recently came out um and I've been reading a lot of Tim Seeley stuff, but Crow okay. Lethe, like I fell in love with that book. I picked up the first issue. I had a hell of a time trying to find the second issue because the second issue has a Peach Momoko cover, and oh. I had to uh, I had to find the Tim Seeley cover, and um, I I really liked that book. Um, so it, I, I'm trying to. Is this catch, like a continuation or something? It's not I, Eric not- Draven. It's this. Okay, I'm not a big crow fan, so, so I don't know a whole lot of. I mean, I'm a, sorry. I, that was my chair. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to fidget too much because this chair is very squeaky. Um, <laughs> but it's a continuation of that whole mythos, and I'm trying to pick up more of it because um, I was always a big fan of the movie. Like I saw the movie in the theaters way back in what '94, mm-hmm. and I've always loved the movie. So. You know, being a comics fan, I read I read the original stuff uh, just a little bit, but I've, I've recently been trying to pick up more of the the IDW comics, and it expands on the mythology. Like IDW expands okay. on the mythology. I can't remember mm-hmm. off the top of my head, but there is a name for what Eric Draven is, and this character in in Lethe is you know they also refer to him as that. Um, He's uh, like the son of a district attorney and you, well, you find out spoilers um, (laughs) that they're killed because they're investigating this weird, like cult that uses like bee honey and, um, and they harvest bee honey and it's as opposed to some other like bird honey. I don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, but there's also like this other character that um, if if the returned, I'll just use the word return because I don't like to use the, the word crow for what they are. Um, if okay. the returned doesn't kill what they've sent, been sent back to kill, the this other character will kill like the people that they're close to in this afterlife. Hmm. And I thought that was a neat concept that there's like an anti anti returned or anti crow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's three issues cool. and it's, I know that they're going into another printing and it's going to be, I, as far as I know, it's going to be all the peach Momoko covers. Um, but I would highly recommend picking it up. I thought it was, it was a, a good read. Three issues. Isn't that much. And, uh, nah. the pacing is, is great. Like it, the story unfolds. Well, uh, I think Tim Seeley is, is really good. Um, there was something else that I picked up of his recently too, that is I was Tim like, Seeley writing that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, like, I don't know if he just did the covers you were saying. Oh, yeah. He did the vampire book, too. That that recent vampire book. Oh, okay. Nice. I didn't know he was doing anything, because he just always does, like, hack slash, I feel like, every time yeah. I see him. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, he did, a, <laughs> he did a hack slash crow crossover, but he also was doing, um, he did another crow that I had sitting by me that I no longer do. At least I'm pretty sure he did, like, the uh, the Christmas crow special, I think. That was like last year or the year before. That's very wholesome. The Christmas yeah. crow. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas crow. As opposed to Halloween crow or sideshow crow. Yeah. Right? yeah. The Easter crow. Easter crow is my favorite crow. He drops eggs. Yeah. And bodies. And then they hatch into crows. Yeah. That's where the crows come from. <laughs> was it the crow or the egg that came first? 
Hmm. Any good? I don't know. I haven't read it. Like, <laughs> I, I just wanted to see if anybody else had. I wanted to hear about it. Oh, that's funny. I don't read a whole lot of Marvel. I think I just yeah, like, me either. It's like all I as read. I've been getting older, I just read stuff with like, oh, I know that writer. I'll pick it up. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely follow writers more than I follow anything else. Yeah, I, the yeah. only Marvel stuff I picked up in the last like two years has been Spider-Man related. And that's like a handful of issues. Mostly it's image, IDW and indie shit that I pick up. Yeah. yeah. I would say like 75% of what I get is image. And then the rest is mostly DC. I used to think that right. concept was wild. Like, oh, you don't read one of the big two. What's wrong with you? And now it's like, eh, yeah, I'm tired of like, uh, Oh, what is the fuck is the new um, Eternals? It has like Caesar, 17 Caesar. different oh, fucking yeah, yeah. covers for number crossovers. one. Yeah, the yeah. Crossover events are getting old. Well, it's the crossover yeah, events. And then it the starts over covers. every like other year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's insane. Yeah. It's capitalism. And those little crossovers too. They're like, oh man, make sure you pick up Spider-Man, you know, 980 to see what happens next. And he's <laughs> yeah. just like, wait, there's an event going on. And that's the only time. Yeah, that's the only not to the whole, the whole just, thing. <laughs> Yeah, I bought a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now go back to that other uh, line of comic books that you were buying. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for we your five dollars out of here again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's it's, it's it's it gets expensive too. Just keeping up with all that stuff, even if it Not is like does. irrelevant to whatever is going on. It's like, oh, you didn't mm-hmm. read the last issue of Flash? Well, you better pick up, you know, like Aquaman and Justice League to figure out what happened. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I'm, I'm over buying single uh, issues. It's all about volumes, yeah, or yeah. just go to Hoopla wait for that shit to come yeah. out yeah yeah hoopla's great for this type for that type of stuff it's just like yeah i'll wait i'll wait like six months and just read it there yeah man i gotta check out hoopla that. yeah hoopla's dope right you have a library card you just fucking sign up it's great <laughs> now a paid ad from hoopla <laughs> yeah right no there's <laughs> actually no ads in it when you're reading yeah that's what's awesome about it oh really oh damn that's cool yeah. too it's just like a like a yeah, digital reader pretty much faster the only thing that sucks about hoopla is uh their video like they have video you can watch movies and the library is not that big. Like it's not a big catalog for movies and TV shows and stuff. But like it's a crapshoot of like the definition. Like sometimes it's like really shit. It's like 480p and like DVD quality. <laughs> Are you um, restricted? Sometimes it's like 4K. Are you restricted geographically to what you can pick up, or is it just like? I think uh, so. If you're if the library subscribes to Hoopla, Hoopla gets its own content, and then it just so hmm. if, if the library is subscribed to it, you get whatever Hoopla has. So I have the same stuff that you would, just because okay. it's through Hoopla. Um, now I think there's like some different libraries have different plans. So like me personally, our library can get, we can, I can get six borrows a month. So it's like six things okay. for, uh, and then like, I think other ones might have more or less depending on where you yeah. are and stuff yeah, like that. I get but, like uh, 10, I think yeah. from Boulder city's library. Yeah. I was going to say, I would assume that bigger library, uh, systems have more than, than smaller ones like yeah. mine. I just noticed something out of the corner of my eye uh, that I had this, uh, this question, the deaths of Vic Sage. Did any of you guys pick that up? No, I just noticed that Jeff Meyer is on that. It's a, Oh wait, no, I did read that. That was a black label book too, right? Yeah. So I didn't start reading. Oh, the, uh, the fucking question one. I think it just wrapped. Yeah. Just wrapped up like last month or something. Yeah. I read the first three. I haven't, I haven't read the fourth one. I didn't realize that that was like the, the addendum on it there. Yeah. I've been reading those question ones. (laughs) <laughs> were those pretty good ended, i think uh, uh like without spoilers since you didn't read it yet mike uh it ended very relevant also a lot of weird okay, police bruta- brutality going on you're like oh okay. ah, fun yeah that's, yeah i picked up that's where i think the question should be like that's that's his bag kind of yeah yeah totally, talking yeah, totally. to buildings and and police brutality <laughs> <laughs> he does both yeah i read uh <laughs> i read the first two and i think i have the third one but i didn't uh pick up the fourth one yet did you guys read that? Uh, 
it was question Superman. It was years ago uh, where he could like commune with the city somehow. Like that was one of his expanded powers. Like he could actually talk to buildings. That's a weird power. Yeah. Was it the question or was it the (laughs) The uh, question? It was the Vic Sage question. Yeah. Damn. That does sound pretty cool. (laughs) Just talking to buildings. It's windy today. Okay. I guess the, the whole point of that was like there was a drug ring that was doing deals in the bathrooms and they realized that Superman wouldn't look into bathrooms. So that's where they were doing all their drug deals. Oh, that's good. Nice. I don't blame That's him. how you beat the system when <laughs> right. Superman's around. And, and, uh, and the question went to him and told him about it. And Superman got all pissed off and told him to get lost. And, and uh, questions like, no, man, I figured it out. And he's like, get out of my fucking town. Uh, I'm sure this book like is not very perv. comical while reading it, but this sounds amazing. Right now. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, fine, I'm going to go amazing. talk to the Daily Planet building. See ya. <laughs> Get your ass fired. Right. <laughs> I got those buildings to talk to. I don't have time for you. Uh, no, it was really good, the- though. It, I, I like that story. But yeah, it, it was a little bit of silly element to it. Yeah. Comics yeah. deserve to be silly every now and again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Speaking of uh, comics cool. and like silly Kind of not, I guess it's a comic, but not comic at this point as uh, The Boys. You guys check that out? The, uh, Dude, I haven't stuff? read The Boys since like it first Yeah, the started. show. The, the oh, book. Oh, the show. I, I, the first season I watched. I haven't watched any of the second season. Second season is dark as shit, man. Oof. <laughs> In a good yeah, way. Matt's yeah, been, Matt, you've been up yeah, to yeah. it, haven't you? Not really yeah, sure yeah. what the show's about yet because it's since it all it didn't dump all in one day, like they're doing the weekly shit. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that. Like, I, I like that uh, fucking Hoblander is um, kind of getting the rug taken out from under him a little bit. Like, he doesn't, like, the Vought company's kind of taking away his power. Not as, like, his superpowers, but, like, the uh, leadership yeah, role kind of thing. Yeah, dog anymore. Yeah. So it's yeah, like anyone, really anyone's replaceable, which is kind of cool. Like, he doesn't know how to handle it. And that yeah. Stormfront. Yeah. He's out of the spotlight. And that Stormfront chick's coming in, kind of sure. taking over a yeah, little bit. Yeah, She's just as fucked up as bit, him. yeah. They're all fucked up in that comic. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of them. I just, I never read the comics, so I just picked up the oh, first really? two trades, or the first two, like, omnibus. So I finished the first omnibus, and I like how the show took a different turn, but I kind of wish, like, it did what the comic was doing at this point, where they ended up taking the Compound V in the comic right away. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The comic is just so over the top. It's like... <laughs> It's so crazy. It's Garth Ennis, like, to the fucking max. It's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> They're doing, like, a... I, I remember how much uh, he has. Huh? Was, was it, What's that? I was gonna say, I'm surprised you hadn't read it, because uh, I remember Jason was big into that. Oh, yeah, he was huge into it. And I think yeah. at the point, at that point, there were so many issues, and I was reading so much other stuff, I was like, ah, I'll read it eventually, uh, and I just never got into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But uh, I'm surprised Garth Ennis doesn't have his hand as much in the show. Because I think it's someone else basically like kind of like loosely basing it off of his comics. Yeah, I could kind of see him just being like fucking whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He might just be one of those rights. that doesn't want anything to do with Hollywood. Just get the money and move on. Yeah, like Seth Rogen has a lot to do with it, which surprised yeah. me. He did a, he, funny enough, he did the, he's the one that spearheaded the Preacher show too. Yeah, weird, right? Isn't <laughs> yeah. Ken Levin producing those? The dude from First Comics? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know who's producing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I try to watch one of their little like behind the scenes thing they do. Like after every episode, they'll do like something with some of the actors from the show. It was pretty yeah, okay. brutal. I was like, yeah, I'm turning this off. 
<laughs> it's like some chick hosting it. And she's like, wasn't it extreme when they fucked this guy in the ass? And she was just like so over the top. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Dial it back, lady. Come on. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was pretty fucking terrible. She did one. God, what was it? She was like, what would you rather do? Like implant a bomb in your asshole or have sex with a dolphin? And I'm just like, what is going on right now? Like, all right, we get it. You're edgy, lady. Cool. It's <laughs> like the internet come to real life pretty much that was basically it <laughs> oh that's funny yeah anyways back to thanos <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like, oh man if you, if you like marvel that's stuff yeah, you'll probably like checking out <laughs> that's funny i heard that the that thanos comic that lemire did was supposed to be really good too i, I hadn't read it I heard that that's supposed to be pretty killer. Is it like I Rebirth or one. Reborn or something? Something. It was like a new, it was like, a, I think it was like a, a limited series that he did. It was just like a six or ten issue thing or something. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. I never ended up checking it out. I wanted to, but yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll get to it, and I never did. So Yeah, yeah that happens a lot. <laughs> that looks cool. I'll read it eventually. <laughs> yeah, I'll I forgot get to about that it one instantly. of these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So since we're like all on Lemire or Lemire's ass, um, have you guys finished Descender or read it? Dude, Never. I read Descender all the way up until it turned to Ascender. Dude, Ascender is so good. Oh, my God. And uh, I think I just like missed a couple and then I just like I haven't gone back. So I'm probably just going to wait till it finishes up. And Dude, it's going to be a long did one. It, I did think. it finish? Like, no, okay. it's going to be like Descender, I think, because they just uh, I think they just came out with like the second trade. That's, that, that thing's fucking nuts though man oh dude it's like descender but with magic like if you couldn't get any cooler <laughs> you add magic to it <laughs> i don't know how lemire pumps shit out like he does he's just like a fucking machine like well, and it's good stuff too like it's crazy it's so wild all of it is so crazy and weird yeah, it's just like, like man uh, like gideon falls is easily like <laughs> the best horror comic i've read in the past like 15 20 years and it, that, crazy that's finishing books. up uh, in a couple months now. That's uh, I think the last issue of Gideon Falls comes out in December. Oh no way! Wow, I was wondering yeah. how they're going to wrap that up because it just keeps going, and it's still good, Dude. but it just keeps yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's like an onion. It just keeps like unfolding. It's just like layer and layer. Right. Oh man, are you guys caught up on that at all? I am. Yes, I fucking. That's like one of the ones that like, as soon as I get my hands on it, I just read it. Dude, it's so good. That uh, that last issue, or not the most recent, but the last issue before this, when the preacher goes to the church, he's like, I need to you know, go to a confessional. And they're like, all right, but he's in the future. And ends up being like a yeah. prostitute or something. He's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, you came to church. What do you want? <laughs> you came to church. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so Dude, good. <laughs> that thing is so demented and like borderline scary. Like it's hard for like a comic to like really be scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh some of the shit in there just like it's fucking creepy, man. Dude, it's it's uh, weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Is it the black barn? Is that what it is? The red barn? I can't remember which one. Yeah, the black one of the barn. barns. Then, <laughs> like there was one spread. I don't. It was probably like five or six issues ago or something. But the where the smile guy is, it's like a two page spread, and it's just like the way that the art like flowed in and out, and it was like uh this really surreal, like almost like collage of stuff, and it was, I was like Jesus Christ, it's like so well done and so creepy and weird at the same time dude yeah he did a spread once where it was like a two-page like splash but it was like Mm -hmm. the smile dude and you had to like spin the book into like a spiral to like read everything oh Oh, dude it was so good that's cool (laughs) yeah yeah that's pretty awesome dude they work together good too uh him and uh andrea sorrentino is the uh artist name 
Oh, does that guy do a lot um, of DC stuff? I think. I think I don't. I don't know if he does a lot, but I think he just goes kind of all over the place. He did. Uh, they did Old Man Logan together when that came out. Oh, really? Damn. They did that run together. Um, yeah. I forget what else he's done. But uh, he's got an interesting style. He did Old Man Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Italian artist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was funny. For the longest time, I thought it was a girl. I thought it was like Aunt Andrea because it's. But it's a dude from Italy. That's yeah, Andrea. There is, but there is an Andrea that's. Who is that? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Moving on. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen that dude's name on like a bunch of like superhero books from DC. I want to. That's say, possible. Yeah, I think I have. I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I saw the name. I was like, oh, it looks familiar. And then I was like, ah, it's Jeff Lemire. I'm gonna read it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did a uh, I Vampire. And he did some oh, Green Arrow stuff. Badass, dude. Oh, and they did the the Joker, the Killer Smile stuff together. They oh, that's that what run. it was. I knew yeah, I yeah. knew that dude's name from something. Yeah. 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 And he has done Marvel stuff. He did uh, some X Men stuff in fourteen fifteen. With oh, he worked with Bendis a lot. Fourteen fifteen mm-hmm. was that the uh, that Western book they did? Um, Uncanny X Men. Oh, I was a couple of annuals, and then he did All New X Men with Bendis. Oh, okay. And then, oh, he did a couple issues of Secret Empire. I don't think I read that. So. I didn't read a lot of like the events going on right now. Yeah, yeah, me either. There's so many going on. I, I, the only event I've been reading is the uh, the DC, the metal and death metal stuff. Dude, that was pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, that shit's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. Just because it's so batshit crazy. Like, it's just similar to like the Wonder Woman Dead Earth stuff where it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? It's just. It's kind of interesting that they're kind of like DC's. They're having yet another multiverse crossover explosion thing. Didn't they just fix but, uh, that? Yeah. So now <laughs> they're like fixing it again, yep. and they're. I think they're like they're going all in on the multiverse like concept. So uh, it's all kind of imploding, and it seems like it's going to be like another like a restart for the multiverse rather than just a restart for like the DC New continuity you know? or whatever they did that first. Yeah, time. rather than just a rebirth, it's like everything's like restarting and resetting. So I want your opinion. Is deceased better or Marvel zombies better? I like deceased. Deceased, deceased was fucking okay. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel zombies was so like hokey and like, Oh man, he's a zombie. Now Hulk's going to like Hulk out in zombie form. Like, you know, I stupid shit. I fucking hated Marvel zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I like the first one. Oh, Matt loves I like Marvel the first zombies. one. After <laughs> that, it went out the fucking deep end because it was sequel. As after soon as Wolverine off. became a zombie, I was like, Nope. I'm, I'm yeah, I was like, how is that possible? <laughs> that makes no fucking yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, right. That's funny. Like, I get that the sentry oh, is the one that gets infected, and of course the sentry can bite anybody he wants, yeah. but, like, he can't force Wolverine to become a zombie. Like, it's just dumb. Yeah. yeah. And so somehow about, Tony like, Stark was left, or... That was no, Magneto. it was Magneto. Yeah, oh, it was Magneto, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. getting that mixed up with uh, uh, Earth-X. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. So what about like yeah. in Deceased, what about Wonder Woman then? Because she turns into a whatever vampire. Well, I guess it's not really a vampire though in that book. Is yeah, it? that's the thing. They're not like uh, zombies. It's like a weird. It's like the, uh, what was it? The fuck, the whatever equation. Anti-life equation. Yeah, the anti-life equation. Like got streamed through uh, Cyborg somehow. And yeah, then like. Yeah, Cyborg fucked everybody over. Yeah, every electronic device, the device that anything used. They just like turned into, I guess, a kind of zombie. I don't know what the hell you call them. Yeah, for lack of a better term, we'll call them a zombie. Wasn't it yeah. a dark side thing? The anti-life equation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, it was is that shit was nuts. Like it is but I like that they embraced the craziness of it and they just kind of went all in. And uh the, I liked how Batman was like trying to fight it the whole time. <laughs> right, yeah, that was <laughs> like in awesome. classic Batman form. He's just like <laughs> ditching all electronics and he's just like trying to be above it all and and eventually it gets everybody. It's that was crazy though. Dude, yeah. I haven't read the newest one. Uh I read the first uh I guess trade worth. I haven't read the was it like Dead Planet or something like that? Yeah, that's like the continuation of it. It's pretty good. Yeah, so I haven't far. read I haven't read any of that. It's pretty wild still. Cause yeah. like everyone's pretty much dead for the most part. It's like this like <laughs> ragtag kind of group. It's like Green Arrow and who someone else. I don't know. It's like Damien is Batman and then Okay. Uh Superman's son. I can't remember what the hell his name is. He's yeah, yeah. being Superman now. It's pretty cool though. Yeah, I think I did yeah, read a few it. pages from that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not bad. Not very it's definitely better story. than Marvel Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, only, I read Marvel Zombies. I only read that first one. Yeah, I thought it was all, all right, read. but uh, after that, it goes down the street. Yeah, yeah, I never read anymore. It, a new one comes out like every six months now. I think. Yeah, they keep going back <laughs> yeah, to yeah, it. They're doing that resurrection yeah. thing now. It's like once a year. They, they really. put the first cool. issue out. I think Halloween last year, and now the second issue is finally coming out. That's so like maybe <laughs> uh, you shouldn't do it anymore. <laughs> one a year. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. That is pretty awesome. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, death metal's fun. Uh that whole thing was fun. It's uh all the random Batmans coming together is fun. There's a fucking robot dinosaur Batman called oh, B Rex. And he's just like dumb <laughs> as hell. Fucking awesome. <laughs> and then uh there's like the darkest night and robots and monster trucks. It's like everything. It's like it's like a fucking seven year old dream. You know what I mean? Dude, it's, it's awesome. It's so and good. And then Doctor Manhattan shows up, and it gets really interesting when that oh, kind of yeah. gets folded Ooh. in. And uh, like a cl- like a crossover yeah. from that Doomsday. Yeah. So that was that's kind of what sparked this whole um, thing. Like, is that they're they're folding in that, and that's like considered like its own DC universe thing. So that's clashing. Well, isn't that in the Doomsday Clock? It like kind of spread over, so now it's like spreading to the rest of DC as well. I thought Doomsday Clock is what was supposed to like kind of reset the whole DC universe, right? Yeah, I think that was like kind of step one, and then the this is kind of like towards the end of that. But I think it's all kind of linked. Isn't that the Batman that Batman who laughs gets his hands on? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What does he do to him? I can't remember now. Uh, To Batman or to to the how does he become to the. To the Batman from Doomsday Clock. Didn't he like do something weird to him? Oh, I thought you were talking about Dr. Manhattan. No, the Batman. Uh, oh, shit, I'm trying to remember back to that now. I don't know. I didn't Batman. even read Doomsday Clock. Like, well, no. No, Batman just ended up on the run. and uh, No, the Batman who laughs got to that Batman because I thought that Batman was a different Batman. Yeah, so that Batman found the button. And that's what linked that whole thing. And then there was that crossover with the Flash, and they had that little oh. four miniseries, the Button series thing. And that's kind of what introduced the whole Doomsday Clock thing. And then, because of him finding that button, he cracked open the I don't know the multiverse thing or something. And that's how the Batman Who Laughs came into play, into normal DC, into the like main DC line. So he then spread into that, and Batman was trying to figure it out. And that's also where I think the three Jokers initiated, too, was through that whole button thing. Okay. Yeah, I think so. so. But they're, like, trying to play that off as that there's always been multiple Jokers now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the whole Batman Who Laughs was... It's a really interesting kind of character, like... But 
Okay, um, so I think I, I read it was that Batman was fused with Doctor Manhattan or something. Yeah, that's in the, the newest one, okay. Death Metal. The so the laughs. Batman who laughs um, dies. They kill him in uh, Death Metal, and then uh, so then Batman, the Doctor Manhattan, kind of takes over his body, and it becomes basically Doctor Manhattan who laughs. Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> it's fucking nuts. So it's a it's a it's like a culmination of Doctor Manhattan, <laughs> Batman, and the Joker all wrapped into one fucking being. Right. And he has the powers of Dr. Manhattan, which is like unreal. So it's, it's kind of crazy. That's where I left off. I didn't, I think that was that issue two. I think that was the last. Oh no, there was an issue three. Yeah. Issue three came out like a week or two ago and I haven't read it yet. I have it up in my pile, but I'm ready. Yeah. It wasn't, it was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of interesting to see. Like, I like that they're bringing Dr. Manhattan into the fold because it's a, he's an interesting character. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Speaking did of Doctor Manhattan, did you guys watch the Watchmen show? That's what I was oh, just gonna yeah. ask. Yeah, that yeah, shit was, was awesome. so good. Dude. Fuck, that was. So what do you good. think of them doing a sequel though? Like a, a sequel? I hope yeah, they I don't. don't I kind of hope it. they don't. Just leave it be. Yeah. No, they're not going to. Right? He said multiple times. He's like, "This is one and done." Well, I thought the studio yeah. said or the HBO said that they wanted another season, but he was kind of like, "No." I think he's like he's off. Yeah, it, I think like he doesn't want to be attached to it, but I'm sure HBO will probably yeah. do oh, something without. And I think that's but I don't think. Yeah, and I don't think HBO is going to do it without him because I think he's uh, Lindelof is kind of like the whole reason that show succeeded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting. I I really hope they don't do a continuation just because I think it'll be forced. Like maybe yeah. in five years if the right story comes along, but I think like right now, just to force a season like a second season just because just the timing's right is just not more of it. Yeah, it's not the right thing to do. No, it was but, so good as a standalone too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like not I don't just care the if I show. Out if that lady gets the powers, like who cares? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not just the show, but the <laughs> soundtracks were so cool too. Like we picked, we picked all those up on vinyl. That's cool. Oh nice. Uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the soundtracks. Oh that's, really? That's right. I, that's yeah, cool. I did know that. That's Damn, funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, that first one's hard to get. Uh, we had to do a bit of work for it, but like, there's yeah. Some some he's been putting out some really amazing work this year, but I say if if you can pick up those the soundtracks, get them. Oh, nice. Shit. Yeah, I'll have to look around for him. Yeah, oh, it was a pretty really? cool soundtrack. Yeah, that Life on Mars cover that they did uh, was not on the vinyl, um, but it was a digital download. If you got the vinyl, you could you could pick up oh. Life on Mars. <laughs> oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, that is kind of cool. Yeah, I know people, nice. a lot of people are all bummed out, like, oh, I want to see what happens. Like, I don't like this open to interpretation no. thing. And it's like, man, I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, that's like, it's like the yeah, best people in Inception. <laughs> people were mad that they didn't know the ending of Inception. It's like, why do you need to know? Just yeah, choose your own adventure. <laughs> right? Yeah. We gave you everything you needed up to this point. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> be an adult. Make right? Decision. Yeah. Or don't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just be angry. Do you want to know, though? <laughs> <laughs> those fucking nerds oh, totally like funny. deep dived in that shit like i don't know have you heard of the uh yeah seriously i don't know it's not really a fan a fan theory but uh they're talking about how leonardo dicaprio if he had his wedding ring on that's how you could tell if it was dream world or a real world kind of thing no i'll tell you yeah, who yeah, it is yeah, yeah. but you gotta send me five dollars i'll tell you who it is <laughs> i'll tell you what it is goddamn paywalls god motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> goddamn paywalls <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I think we covered what everything for the uh, work for the uh, comic week. <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole bunch of <laughs> Oh man. 
Uh, speaking of I shows and uh, hating Harley Quinn, have you guys checked out that Harley Quinn animated series? No. No, I've heard that that's actually pretty good, though. It's not bad, dude. It's actually really funny. I didn't want to like it, but I was like, okay, I can laugh at this, actually. Yeah. I, I said the same thing. I was like, I'm not going to watch it. And then I've like heard a couple different times now. It's like, it's actually pretty good. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> dude, yeah. there's but, a That's on what? HBO Max, right? Yeah, but it's also on that DC app, if you guys have the DC uh, app. Okay. I guess they're getting ready to can that DC app, though. Or not? They're not yeah, going to can it. They're going to keep it only comics. Oh, like, which is probably what they should have done in the first place, to be quite honest. Why, though? Yeah. Because they have that contract with HBO Max. So they're going to put all of their shows and everything they were streaming on HBO oh, Max. Yeah. Okay. They're, yeah. After that merger deal, it kind of killed the whole reason of having the DC yeah. app okay. and yeah, thing. So they're not like kinda getting rid of it, that. but they're just pushing it over since they already have that deal going on. Yeah. So will the, like, the CW shows go over to H- or HBO Max or what? Yeah, I think the CW ones are kind of on their own. I think that that's being left alone. Because I know like They're Swamp like Thing Netflix, is moving over to CW. Right? Oh, is it? What'd you say? Swamp Thing is moving to CW. Is it? I thought yeah. that they straight up canned it. Well, no. The, the latest news that I read was that it's going to CW. Oh, they nice. can I, Supergirl. I, I, crazy. Yeah, they just did like the last episode of that or something, right? I think or so. I'm pretty behind on that. Or, <laughs> really or they're getting to it or something like that. <laughs> hmm. Oh, okay. Crazy. I heard that, that that Swamp Thing was really good. Yeah, I, want to yeah, I only remember that 90s budget, show. Yeah. What's that? It was like the a 90s 90s I remember Swamp the thing. movies. I don't remember the show. I remember the movies. Or movie. That, yeah, that was 90s. Sorry. The, I think yeah. the there was a cartoon, too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember Yeah, I remember that. Either. Yeah, I guess they like blew their budget in the first, like, couple episodes on this new season they did and that's why uh, they were that like, why I got canned? Eh. yeah they're like we're done with this i think yeah but i heard it looked really I good think i think that was like it. a yeah me either i've the i think what i heard is that like that debuted like right as that merger was taking place and i think it was just like shitty timing like it just like it got the axe before it like never had a chance you know what i mean type of thing yeah i could see that too <laughs> yeah but, i don't know yeah that that harley quinn show though if you guys are bored looking for something just like kind of put on, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty good cast of voice actors too. Like JB Smoove is in it. He is funny as shit. Oh, really? That's <laughs> awesome. He's like one of like Poison Ivy's plants and he's just like an asshole the whole time. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's amazing. There's I might one watch episode, it just for that now. Dude, it's great. So there's one episode where Harley Quinn, basically the whole like premise of the season is Harley is trying to like outdo Joker, like kind of leaves Joker to be on her own. And he's like, you're not going to okay. make it on your own. You'll be, you know, whatever. So she tries to outdo Joker and she finds like Joker's like notebook or something and it has his schedule. So she tries. She's like, oh, the Legion of Doom is all going to this like bar mitzvah or something like I'm going to go. Like, <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know it's a bar mitzvah at this point. But she's like, let's yeah. go and we're going to like sabotage him. And it ends up being like Penguin's cousin's bar mitzvah. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, that's ridiculous. Like what age range is it? Is it geared towards? Uh, definitely adults because there's like swearing and like hints to like sexual shit. It's yeah, it's definitely an adult show for sure. But it's it's animated, not like Bruce Tim style like animated stuff, but uh, it's animated. Yeah, it looks like pretty funny. detailed animation too. Yeah, I mean it was good. Yeah. Speaking of Bruce Tim, going back to comics, did you guys check out that new Batman: The Adventure Continues DC book? Uh-uh. no i haven't dude it's totally like batman the animated series the tv show but like mm-hmm. back in comics like paul dini is like writing it and stuff oh it's nice fucking good dude it's so good <laughs> that's cool 
Yeah, I highly. I think there's only like two or three issues out on that. But if you yeah, like it's the still pretty uh, animated early. series, yeah, it's it's great. It's like picks up right after, like seamless. Nice. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's uh, let's switch gears. Let's do. I want to. Uh, I've uh, Greg mm. has a company, a little comic company called uh, what is it? Polaris Studio Sub Polaris. Studio, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like a company. It's more just like what I call myself. I don't, oh, I don't know a better way enough. to put it than that. Gotcha. Sounds better, like the yeah. Dave Grohl and Foo Fighter things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's my, so we'll it's pump my his tires symbol. a little bit. He ended up reading some of that stuff. Uh, yeah. How long did you start that doing your own comics? Um, well, like when I was a kid, I used to write comics and draw them uh, with a kid mm-hmm. down the street. Um, but I don't know how, if that really counts, um, <laughs> but probably about 2004 after my dad died, I started kind of writing about it, but, um, I started writing like a superhero book and I injected a lot of like what was going on in my life. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this is just kind of going back to the whole, um, thing in pulp, like how you inject your story into whatever you're writing. Um, now I, I've never fought crime, but, uh, a lot of the stuff that yeah. was going on in my head, I, I, uh, I put into the book. Um, so I did that for like 18 issues. And then, um, about 2008, I started writing a high fantasy book called slave and mm-hmm. I've done a done, done one of those every couple of years. And then about 2013, 2014, it's weird. Cause I just wrote all this stuff out. I can't remember the years, but I, I wrote, um, I wrote a story about uh, an alien that crash lands on earth on the eve of the battle of little bighorn. And that was the beginning of my whole Western series. And I want to say that was like 2013 or 2014. Okay. Is that the San Ali? So, so the lady at the end of that, the mysterious woman is uh, B the, the the alien that crash lands. Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. Okay. I like that story. Uh, I like when a comic can tell a story without having to rely on the dialogue or narration a lot, but it still seems cohesive. Like there's a lot of going on where it's just being told by the, by the panels, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and I, I like that. Like, I think it's, even though people were like, Oh, well, what's the writer doing? But it's like, yeah, well, the writer's writing that. <laughs> like, it's not like, the, you know what I mean? Oh, I've had it so, out with but, reviewers before. Um, cause in slave, I wrote a 12 page story that had no dialogue. Yeah, I was going to say Slave had a similar thing. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. No dialogue at all. And he's like, I don't know why anybody was credited as a writer. It's like, because I wrote it, motherfucker. There's a script. <laughs> Do you want to see it? Because <laughs> I said this is what happens. That's what you, it's, <laughs> just it's like no one ironic. says that about a movie where no one talks. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, But uh, uh, Larry Hama did uh, all, a silent G.I. Joe. Uh, the, that whole month where they did Nuff Said, where no, there were no spoken lines in, in any Marvel comic for a month. There were writers in all of those. They were credited yeah, yeah, writers exactly. and people yeah. like, I don't know why there's a writer credited. It's still someone's story, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. people are fucking idiots. So I go back to <laughs> totally. like Sergio Leone and uh, like the dollars trilogy yeah. and how there's just a lack of, of dialogue in those movies and mm-hmm. you can tell the story without saying too much. Mm-hmm. So I, and I, I have issues with some of the people that I work with because they, they love exposition. They love having a lot of dialogue and I tend gotcha. to not draw or write as much of it. And mm-hmm. so editing gets to be tricky and they've had to learn how to edit my stuff because they tend to want to put a lot more words into it. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, th- I, thanks for that. Um, 
I, I will let them know that, hey, I, I got somebody <laughs> on my side. There's at least someone out there that appreciates it. <laughs> yeah. I've had people pick up Slave and like the first 12 pages of it, there's no spoken dialogue. Yeah. People are like, is there any yeah. words in this? Like, yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, a book. Uh, what's it called? Monster? Monsters? Something like that. I think it came out on Image or maybe it was some other like smaller publication. Shit. Probably like five, six years ago or something. But it's the same thing. It's just like a singular story. And I don't think there's any words in that. And I picked it up and I was like, I'm going to buy this. And it was just like, I just like stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes you get bogged down by just like over explaining or overdoing stuff. And it's nice change of pace every now and again to just have something where it's like, yeah, I can just kind of look at this and, and I get the story and I could make my own interpretations of it. And I think sometimes maybe people don't like that like i think sometimes maybe people like having their hand held or something but i don't know it could be people are used to reading a lot of stuff like yeah so when i started writing uh i thought i was bendis and put as many words (laughs) as i could on every panel and i've been going back through true north because i want to i want to rewrite it and i want to actually like uh set it in a different setting uh that's Uh one of my goals when i finish rewriting it and i'm looking at the dialogue and it's so bad and i can tell that like i wanted so desperately to to come across as as bendis and it just didn't gotcha. work yeah yeah yeah. and i think yeah, i found funny. my stride in in sparse dialogue yeah i think it really works with these ones uh with slave and then uh the western stuff mostly because you were saying like the whole spaghetti westerns and all that like kind of have that built in anyways so uh it definitely uh it can uh succeed in that in that um you know, if you're trying to do like a, a, a 30s gangster story, maybe it's a little harder, but I think. Uh, yeah, you, you know have to I mean? have a lot more exposition in, in things mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, I mean, stick to your wheelhouse and you should be good. You know what I mean? Just yeah. know where it works and know where it doesn't. That's the biggest thing. Play to its strength. Yeah, right. And then uh, what else? Oh, and I read uh, Deco. I like Deco. I don't remember who. I didn't write Deco. That. I only lettered Deco. No, I know. Um, who did write that? Uh, he goes by NFMG. That's as much as I can okay. say about who he is. <laughs> Okay. Okay. He's a mysterious guy. Um, a mysterious. He. Uh, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I don't know if this is like trying to be mysterious. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell it was? Yeah. No. No comment about that. Um, and, okay. and that's not me like hiding uh, any any weird feelings. Like gotcha. I really yeah, just yeah, yeah. I'm not at liberty to say who he is. <laughs> that's anything. fine. That's fine. Um, but he does exist and he's not me. Um, <laughs> but, oh, that's funny. That was a cool little story. Like uh, I think. Mostly, like, I think I just like, not that I, like, overly like that era, like, the whole Art Deco style and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But uh, the art's cool, and it kind of reflected that. I like that it had, like, a, it was, like, similarly refined and rough at the same time. It was kind of weird, like, juxtaposition, you, but it kind of works. I think he was going for, like, a real, like, Disney feel when he was doing I could kind of see that. that. Yeah. It's weird, because, like, the line work is very clean, and then, but being black and white, and then there's like pencil shading and yeah. stuff like that. He did it all in colored and pencil. He's like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> so I made it. It's it's weird because it's like the line work is super clean, but then like it makes it feel more rough than it is. Probably like like you said, because of the colored pencils. But uh, I think he's working almost, on. It the almost sequel. seemed like dreamy, and I don't know if that's what he was trying to do, but it felt like a. I guess Disney kind of works into that. Like it's like a, a dream sequence almost type of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> So yeah, I I think he's changing it up because I've I've been seeing some art that he's been doing lately on his Instagram. Uh, is it, it Hidden Sea? So, uh, you'd think I would know this guy I work with. I, I don't know his Instagram. Um, uh, let me find it as I'm talking. Um, he's been doing art and it 
so he did this uh this other story called I Found Love and it's all like ink wash painted um it's really pretty uh okay. Hidden Sea Comics is his Instagram. Um he, Hidden Sea Hidden Sea Comics. Yeah, no underscores okay. or anything. Um but he's showing off some of that art deco stuff and he's doing the ink wash with that. So I think he might have stepped away from the colored pencil Disney style and he might just be doing deco in that same style as all of his other stuff. He did this other story called the actor Um, that is only available digitally right now. Um, And then he's got, I found love that he's working on. Uh, We put out, we put out a print version, but that was mostly just to send to publishers um, to try to get a deal. But, but I have a few of them that I'm going to have at like tables and stuff. Um, okay. But that's available. Uh, that's available through Comicsology and through Drive Through Comics, as well. Um, Sweet. But I think he's moving all over to that that ink wash style. Very realistic. Uh, he he really likes to emulate Alex Ross. Oh. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, he's gonna lose me then. I'm not a. I, I don't mind Ross for like covers. Yeah. But it's like it's like that uncanny valley where it's like it's a little too real. Like for, like I don't want my superheroes to be. The guy next door you know what i mean i want right, it to be yeah. a little bit well he's not doing anything I mean, superhero it's all no, i know but i think it's just i think just like comics in general like i just yeah. associate it like if it gets a little too real it's like i don't know it's like what's the point that's the weird thing for me yeah yeah yeah. just take a picture <laughs> <laughs> oh damn yeah i don't know but so, i get like that with like art in general too like if stuff's a little too hyper real it's like i get a little uh not weirded out, but just like, eh, hey, what's, you know, you could have saved a lot of time yeah. just, right. just take doing a it a different way. I kind of like yeah. it for that reason. Well, that's like Bendis. Or it's like, it could be. Yeah, your when guy. Bendis used to do his art too, he would like mix in like pictures, like real pictures with his art. Yeah, yeah, I remember weird. that. What was it, like Jinx or something like that? He did that Jinx, on or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Jinx. He did yeah, like yeah. two or three of them, right? Jinx, fire, and something. I was he yeah. torso. just photographing or was he like rotoscoping? Yeah, I don't know, to be quite honest. It's, like, it's been so long. I, I do a lot of rotoscoping. Um, a lot of like the head stuff, like the head draw or uh, portrait okay. drawings I've yeah, been yeah. doing is not rotoscoped. But if you ever see like full body or anything like that, I rotoscope the shit out of it. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. A lot of times, like I'll Short take cuts. all my own photographs or I'll photograph like a, a dummy, not like any uh, 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 Greg Horn stuff uh, yeah. where I'm tracing over <laughs> porn. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but. No, it's like my, you know, my, my photographs that I took that I'm, I'm drawn over top of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I think that's a little different. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of these, it's one of those things like I, I respect Alex Ross for what he does. I think he's an amazing artist, but it's just like, like reading like Kingdom Come or something. And I'm just like, yeah, it's like too much. It's like too much for me. I don't know what it is. He did Earth X too, right? Did he do the, he did the covers. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He did that, uh, that, oh, the was the, the justice league book uh was like 12 issues the one where uh uh batman chases the riddler into that batman themed uh nightclub and they all kick the shit out of the riddler <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember uh, that one which one was that that was, that sounds was awesome called like just justice or something like that oh you're right yeah that was justice because there was like two two trades or something one was like all the superheroes on the cover and the other one was all the villains was that uh, I don't know about the trades. Yeah. I I had I got all the individual issues, but it's oh, been okay. so while since I've read the whole thing. Like really, the only that that nightclub scene stands out to me, <laughs> as it should. <laughs> but I 
feel yeah. like they might have gotten it might have been kind of like a Tower of Babel situation where they got a hold of Batman's files. The Injustice League got a hold of Batman's files and used their weaknesses against him or something like that. Oh, OK. That makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's funny. Man. Yeah. So, Greg, when you do your stuff, do you are you like focusing on Western stuff right now? I noticed like, um, the stuff I got from you was all Western. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just did book four for the high fantasy uh, and mm-hmm. I've already written all of the last book for high fantasy. Um, the ongoing stuff that I'm working on now is Western. So like, yeah, like I'm focusing on Western, like that's what's going to be coming out for a while. Um, I'm like I said, I'm trying to get back into true North and that's going to be more like cyberpunky uh, rather than okay. just a straight ahead superhero book. Um, but for the most part, my focus is Westerns. Okay, cool. Nice. What drew you to doing Western stuff primarily? Um, I was watching a lot of Westerns at the time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just thought like Weird West is kind of an underserved uh, yeah, yeah. genre, or at least at the time was an underserved genre. There's a funny line in, in uh, Pulp about like all these, all these dime novels are Westerns now. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I feel like there's a lot more Westerns coming out lately. Like, and, and it sucks because... I'm afraid people are thinking like I'm just jumping on a trend and it's like it's just know, another one been doing yeah, yeah. this for a few years, like a little bit before mm-hmm. everybody did it. But I mean, yeah, it's yeah. all right if there's if there's a, a if I can ride some kind of wave with stuff that I did a few years back, then I'm fine with that. So as long as people buy yeah. the stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the, the the sci-fi fantasy stuff that came out of that kind of surprised me because I didn't know that going into that reading those stories and i was like whoa what's this that's a turn <laughs> yeah there, like, that's fun so there that's was fun. <laughs> there was this one story uh uh which is a white pine county that i i put out for free uh it's gonna be in an upcoming issue of weird western adventures but uh there's probably a part that's really confusing to anybody that doesn't realize like the rest of my western stuff is all like weird west and she's an mm-hmm. alien where she's out studying this lake and uh, she uses this weird handheld device to like survey the water, but everybody else is like cowboys and they're talking like old West <laughs> characters. And it's like, and nobody Eating says shit. shit about it. <laughs> and we just kind of move on from the fact that she has this weird thing in her hand. Uh, that's funny. So, like that's the yeah. only thing that's like out of context. Like it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Right. That's funny. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. But yeah, yeah uh, check out Greg's stuff. Did uh, I'm trying to remember what exactly you got? You got slave. You got I got I got slave San Elizario Hotel Deco, and then I got the um the sampler book. Oh yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, that had the second story from uh, B in it. You got? Didn't you get Hotel Arlington too? Oh yes, I did get whole. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I got Elizario and Hotel Arlington. Okay. Yeah, those ones. Uh, like that's more of like a traditional Western. Yeah, granted, the main mm-hmm. character is immortal, so mm-hmm. it's hard to say it's <laughs> totally a uh, traditional Western. But I mean, it's it definitely dials back the the sci-fi elements of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. But it was it was cool when that when that stuff did pop up because, like I said, it kind of s- surprised me because I didn't know much. I just read it cold going in. Yeah, outside it, you know. So I was like, ah, oh, that was fun. I, I don't remember if I read those first or if I read the sampler one first the story because there was a story in there yeah so that's actually the second part of her origin story um okay the first part where she actually like lands on earth 
Um, I ran out of copies of that and I'm reprinting it now anyways in a, in a okay. trade with all five stories. So it's oh, like, nice. I'm not going to cool. bother with, with reprinting yeah, what's even one. The point? Yeah. yeah. And now, yeah. and like, I'm, I'm working my way out of my stock on that, on that sampler. Cause that's the second story in the, the collected. And then there's a third story that was never published before that oh, okay. kind of wraps up her intro. And then it moves into gotcha. the James Clay stuff with San Elizario and Hotel Arlington. So like oh, nice. it's like a ninety something pages by it's five different stories and it's it's basically their uh, respective origins all put cool. together in one book. Nice. nice. We'll have to pick that up when it when you get it done. That's coming out. Um, it's available. It's up for pre order right now, and I'm oh, shipping okay. out on the first of October. Oh shit! That's soon. Yeah. Nice. Where, yeah, can, I, uh, where can we find your stuff? Speaking of. So uh, <laughs> I have a website, studiostellapolaris.com. Uh, and that has links to like my, my comiXology, my drive through comics, <laughs> my store envy. Or if you want to go just straight mm-hmm. to my store envy, it's studiostellapolaris.storeenvy.com. Yeah, yeah. And we, you can yeah. get pretty much everything that I have in print on my store envy. Nice. 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 All right. Awesome. Well, where were we at? We're like an hour and 15, 20 minutes. 22 something like that. looks like. Or 22. All right. Let's, uh, let's do a little lightning round. If you guys have anything else that you want to tell people to pick up or anything. Um, Matt, you haven't talked in a while. What do you got? You got anything else? <laughs> I got some, uh, I got some bullshit here to throw in. Um, All right, throw it out. <laughs> I read this little shitty comic, uh, Transformers Terminator on IDW. <laughs> It's uh, not the greatest. <laughs> I was hoping for a little more serious comic, like like the Terminators fucking up Transformers, but it's more like uh, Transformers fucking cartoony type shit with tra- with Terminators thrown in. Okay, I was kind of bummed out. I was I was hoping <laughs> that sounds like a bizarre ass mashup, You're making me want to go get it just to see what the hell happened. It's well, I remember seeing the cover. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that looks kind of cool. My friend loves Transformers. He's like, don't get it. I was like, oh, yep. okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cover throws you off. The cover looks cool, but once you open it up, it's like, oh, this is really a uh, bubbly cartoon type shit. <laughs> There's not a lot That's of high stakes funny. when it looks like a five-year-old kind of druid thing, you know? <laughs> right. It's like, there's death in this? Dude, didn't really? They do a Transformers? <laughs> didn't they do a Transformers meets My Little Pony or something recently? I yeah. Was, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Transformers is on <laughs> they everything. They totally did. Wow. Oh, wow. Getting on the bandwagon. <laughs> that new show came out, so everyone has to I, jump on that. I think IDW uh-huh. needs to need they need some money out of that that property. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Jeez. That's not good. I don't right, know, Matt, my friend is like a diehard Transformer oh. fan. He loves it. He thinks that the comics are great Oof. right now. I can't say, That's but <laughs> they might be. Who knows? <laughs> I wish. Uh, what else you got, let's Matt? See. All right, I'm the Marvel fuckboy, so I got some more Marvel shit here. Um, I recently read that <laughs> War of the Realms, fucking Thor. Oh, dude, crossover. that was awesome. The one where Spider-Man talks to the horse? I don't know. Possibly. He gets the helmet that he can oh, talk to the horse? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fucking... Oh, fuck it. Yeah, they go to the Frost Giants world, and it's him and Captain America. It's funny seeing Captain America wear like a winter coat. <laughs> It's like, oh, I thought you could fucking take it. I know. They're all wearing jackets <laughs> yeah. in that. It was awesome. <laughs> Looks a little silly. But uh, yeah, these fucking uh, big event comics are starting to wear on me. Where it's like, we got to call in all the troops. Yeah. This is end of the world shit here. And it's like, all right, you did this like a month ago. Yeah. Like, I'm, 
You can't right. sell me on this again. Nobody has PTSD. No, it's like, yeah, it's just another day yeah, in the right. life of a superhero. That's what we signed up for. <laughs> I think that was the last big event I read from them. It was pretty cool, though. Yeah. I don't know, but then it's uh, still, it's like the, the, the covers and the what's inside always fucking ticks me off. Like, it looks cool on the yeah, outside, but then once like you open somehow. it, it's like, oh, here we go. This is fucking meant for 10-year-olds. I forgot this is a comic for everybody. <laughs> right, Yeah. The covers were very brutal. And then you open it up, it was like a five-year-old. And like I, like we were saying, you know, it's like, hey, the Frost Giants live here. Everyone put your jackets on before we go fight for the yeah, world. Don't get fucking... Don't want to catch Frostbite or nothing. Yeah. Don't get Frostbite. <laughs> Captain America, don't get Frostbite. Right. Wolverine was wearing a jacket, too, I think. I was like, yeah. What the, the fuck? You can be naked if you want. What the fuck? I think Wolverine just likes wearing jackets, though. I think that's just a style yeah. choice. For right. Like collar he, just, he likes that cowboy <laughs> yeah. hat and wife beater look. Looks great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Ugh. What else you got? Uh, I'm, I'm reading a bunch of old shit here because I recently discovered Hoopla. So I'm like, oh, what do they have to offer kind of thing? So yeah, I read a lot of shit. That DC it, on It's on my favorite list. I got it fucking queued up. But it's yeah. good. Is Marvel Zombies I read on that when I, uh, I read that when I was doing <laughs> jury duty <laughs> on there. <laughs> oh, shit. But uh, yeah, I read uh, Death uh, of X, which is from 2016. Which was like the precursor to the Inhumans versus X Men storyline that came out, which I haven't read yet. Uh, oh, nice. Okay, I remember the Inhumans. I don't remember. Death yeah, it's like this. We could talk spoilers. Shit's fucking four years old. But Cyclops gets killed uh, early on, but Emma Frost has the illusion that he's still alive, and he's like sending a message, trying to gather all the mutants to fight this fucking the. Oh, okay. What's that yeah, yeah, yeah. Inhumans cloud that Terrigen mist thing. So now it becomes like a huge, oh, yeah, yeah. like a birthright thing. Like mutants are the real breed. And it's like, no, you know, we got the fucking cloud. We, we're mutants now too. We're the same. <laughs> we're in the same group. But they don't see it that way. So, but then the whole, like the whole big cover up, or not the cover up, but the big reveal was that uh, Cyclops was dead from like day one. And it was all Emma Frost is doing of like the idea of banding together of like our, this is our people kind of thing. Which is, okay. It was kind of cool, but it's like, yeah, that probably would have been cool if I read it when it first came out. Because nowadays, it's like, yeah, I've probably read that before. <laughs> it's no big thing. Right. Gotcha. Did you read that uh, House of X and Powers yes, of Yes, that was really good. With X-Men? With Hickman? Dude, that was awesome. I don't even like X-Men. <laughs> I'm a big fan of X-Men. That's like my go-to, but I was... Really? Oh, I love man. it now. Yeah, that blew me away. That was so good. That was a, that was a little emotional. There was a couple scenes in that where I was like, huh, you got me. Choking me up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's, 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 did you guys read that, Mike? I did not. No, it's been no. on my uh, back burner to read it. No, I forgot that I, I actually that. I picked up that first issue and totally forgot about it. So I guess I have bought more than just Spider Man in the last yeah. couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be worth some. Apparently, that was a big deal. Those fucking yeah. those comics. I only got the first issue though. I, I and like I said, I totally forgot I had it. Ah, it's. I don't know, man. I don't think comics hold value very well. <laughs> Every like, now and yeah. again, they... Limited edition is awesome. not a thing anymore. Darkhawk number one, man. <laughs> I have 20 of those sitting <laughs> yeah. in a box. Just waiting for So, <laughs> I'm on all <laughs> these the comic Superman groups, everybody? and everybody is going on about Darkhawk number one. I, I I can't figure out where the hell this joke started. Dude, <laughs> that's just like a Reddit <laughs> that's, that's curse going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. What was that on? Was that like... Because I remember when that came out. That sounded like such a cool character, too, at the time. I was like, man, this cover yeah. looks awesome also. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was like totally 90s character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
what's his name? Uh, Rob <laughs> I'm looking Liefeld at the cover right now. Deal. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So we've been making fun of Rob Liefeld and have you like looked at his Facebook? He's been doing these portraits that are so fucking good. Like I, I'm he's a good convinced. artist. He just got like fucking down a rabbit hole. And I think he, I, I almost think he was just like fucking with people. <laughs> I don't know. I'm convinced that the veil is thin and we're seeing like earth Two Rob Liefeld <laughs> that actually knows how to draw. And that's who we're uh, getting these cables and black Panther, like Chadwick Boseman, black cat, black Panther. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, ah, fucking George W. Bush cable. I can't think of his <laughs> name right now. Brolin. <laughs> because he was he was w in, in <laughs> yeah i know yeah. what you mean <laughs> sometimes like i can't remember the actor's name so i just go back to another yeah, movie yeah, they yeah. were in fucking goonies guy yeah yeah fucking sloth <laughs> you know human torch oh, of captain america <laughs> i just heard goonies I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny damn I, I really think that i think he was doing a lot of cocaine and they were just pumping shit out and it just got away from him and then I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Because some of his earlier stuff isn't terrible, he still can't and then draw it just feet. got like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I guess that these are good because they're just like you know from the chest up. He doesn't busts. have to draw hands or feet. <laughs> just patches. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man, that's Damn. funny. Yeah. I was watching some documentary oh, on Amazon the other day. It was like the uprise of Image Comics, and it was like talking about okay. like. Now him, Jim Lee, uh, McFarland, and like uh, mm-hmm. was it Mark Silvestri and whoever else started Image? How like it all whoever went for else? them? <laughs> whoever, Sam <laughs> Keith too. Oh, oh Sam Keith too. So there's Everybody forgets Sam Keith. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely forgot Sam Keith. <laughs> Everybody does. Maybe like the, the Max was probably my favorite <laughs> book out of that early Image stuff. I, I have there's 36 issues of it. I'm still missing one issue, but I picked everything else up. Oh, that's funny. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty nuts, though, because like they were showing Rob Liefeld blown up and he was like hanging out easy and shit in the documentary. And you're like, what the <laughs> hell? It was so weird. He had a jeans line, didn't uh, he? I, I think he did. actually. Really? Yeah, he really did. Oh, man. That's Dude that's was so doing weird. everything but drawing feet right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Can't win them all, Greg. Can't win them all. You can either have a line of jeans or you can hey, draw man. feet. What well. makes money yeah, most? Take yeah, your pick. That's, you pick one. I'll take the jeans. Were they jeans? Pick one. That was more profitable. The guy that made Jordash didn't draw feet well either, you know? <laughs> well, that's why jeans don't have feet built in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. They're not leggings. <laughs> yeah. There's no footy jeans, you know? It's not a thing. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah. What else? What do I got? I got a... Uh, there's a uh, Joe Hill, who's a uh, fucking Stephen King's son. Oh yeah, um, he writes he writes comics every now and again. He, he did like, uh, Lock and Key. Now, right? Lock and Key was great. What's that? He has his own like little like offshoot of DC now, doesn't he? Yeah, um, I think it got rolled. So it was going to be like Hill House Comics, but I think it just got rolled into the Black Label. Like, oh okay. After like after a f- couple months. Mm-hmm. What is it with? Anyways, he's got a uh, he did a basket full of heads recently. It just ended with number seven, and it was pretty good. It was like nothing crazy. It's basically like. Uh, like a beach town, like a summer beach town, and there's some corrupt cops going on, and uh, there's a a murder slash robbery thing going, and and uh, this girl is trying to escape these these prisoners that are out to get her right now, and she she ends up taking this old Viking axe off the wall, and it turns out that it's magical. So like when so she chops this dude's head off, and uh, the dude's head doesn't die; it's still it's like reanimator, you know what I mean? So it's like talking oh, to her, and that uh, cool. that's where. Hence, basket full of heads, where that comes from. 
so then it's just like it's just like it's almost like um like an army of darkness feel to it but it's a little scarier like it's a little bit more like horror-ish but uh like more like classic horror like not you know funny weird horror but uh it's not bad i I really like lock and key um the the comics when those came out and the show on netflix wasn't bad either for what it was i didn't finish it uh, the show or the comics? I finished the comics. That was pretty cool. The show, see, it got weird in like the second or third episode. I was like, yeah. It did. Better. It got better again, though. So oh, okay. I don't know if you ever want to revisit it, but it uh, it did kind of find its footing. But uh, Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And then um, Kirkman's comic Die, Die, Die on Image is, is fun. It's fucking just fun, action-packed, absurd fucking shit. Oh, shit. Uh, I think they're on... They did like a little hiatus for a little bit and it just picked back up again. But there's this thing, uh, there's this funny thing in one of the recent episodes where the whole thing's about like a secret society of like, you know, Congress people and stuff and they run the whole country and the whole world in some aspects and they all get things that like take people out and it's all fucking secret CIA shit. And anyway, so like uh, it starts off with like the the right, like the conservatives are like in charge and then about halfway through the the left is in charge and and they just say fuck you all we're we're taking control of everything and and they want to uh finally end the the debate on abortion so they develop some sort of thing that makes dudes start having babies like oh, a man. genetic thing and uh so they start having babies through their dick Ooh. and uh so <laughs> so so dudes start like freaking out and all these congressmen are like uh no I can't you know I used to be very against abortion but now that a, now that it's coming to me <laughs> I have to say we're okay with it. <laughs> it's just like, and they call uh, them fucking dick babies, and it's just it's so fucking funny and absurd and over the top. And it's like oh dick babies. It, they're doing this thing. It's like dick babies have settled the abortion issue once and for all. <laughs> Do they call them dick babies the whole time? <laughs> they call them dick babies. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh man, oh, and uh, it's just like it, yeah, it's it's Kirkman to the max, and he's writing it with um Scott Gimple, who I guess he's the one that um. He took over uh, the Walking Dead show after Darabont left. Mm. So that's where they met. And I guess they probably had this idea for a batshit crazy fucking comic and they kind of wrote it together. And then uh, the only other two things I wouldn't mention is Family Tree by Jeff Lemire's fucking that just started. That's pretty interesting. It's a weird little tale. It's, it's basically good. about people, people that turn into trees and it's like a hereditary thing and they're, they don't know why and it's fucking... You know, it was one of these things where it sounds fucking crazy, but he pulled off a story about a kid with antlers that loved to eat chocolate. So uh, he's pulling off a tree girl shit book, too. There was this <laughs> you know fucking I mean? golden book that I got for my daughter that they turned poison ivy into a tree. And that's like how they stop her crying. Like, what? <laughs> that shit bothers me in, in like a kid's book. I don't know why. You, sorry, yeah. you just made me think of that. And I had to. Yeah, that's bizarre. Uh, that's great. Oh, man. She's not dead, yeah. but she's a tree. It's yeah, like, she wait, can't what? go she's anywhere. Living. This is worse yeah, than she's... prison, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly growing and dying right. with each passing day. No one's watering me. And everybody's just kind <laughs> oh, of laughing man. at the end. Oh. <laughs> yeah, haha, that's poison ivy. Oh, what, was the tree poisonous? That'd be kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know. They didn't They didn't delve into that. It's just like a little... <laughs> don't kiss the tree. Yeah, I know. Those golden books are crazy. <laughs> like a bonsai tree or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, oh, that's pretty great but that's good I, I i recommend that i think the the first trade's probably out or coming out soon so if you haven't checked that out it's worth it and then uh that adam strange one that's on the black label written by tom king is uh is pretty interesting too and uh 
I don't know if you read his vision books or his uh, Mr. Miracle stuff that came out. But I think he's really good at these like self-contained little stories, like run of like 12 issues or something. I think uh, I didn't read his Batman stuff, but I've heard mixed stuff about it. Like he had like that long ass run of like 86 issues or something and people kind of got lost in it. And I don't know, but he's really good at these short little contained stories. And uh, Adam Strange is shaping up to be the same thing. Um, I'm only two issues in, but it's playing off an idea that it's kind of unfolding as it goes. So you get his idea of what happened and then you get the outsider opinion of what happened. And uh, they're trying to come to the idea of what is the reality of the issue. And uh, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to play it that he might've committed war crimes on the home planet uh, that he got transported to. I forget the name of it. Ran. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's like, it's Ran or Thanagar. Yeah. Thanagar yeah, yeah, yeah. is the Hawkman. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ran. So that basically there was a big war there when he showed up and they're saying that he killed a bunch of people that didn't deserve to die. And I guess uh, Tom King was in the CIA yeah. like, and he did stuff like that. And he kind of served over in a, in Iraq or something like that. So what do you mean? Did stuff kind like of, that like committed war crimes? Cause I thought he was like just an there, analyst. No, I th- well, I think that there's been talks about him not did stuff like that. Maybe that's the wrong way to phrase it, but that he feels kind of a little bit of remorse of what happened with everything um, about going to war and being a part of that. Like he doesn't necessarily uh, looking back. He yeah, obviously everyone looking back doesn't know, didn't maybe not know the full story going into it, but uh Looking back, he, I think he has uh, second thoughts about if that was the right thing to do and or if he contributed to that. And, you know, the, the broader sense of Bush creating war crimes and what's his part in that and does he have a part in that? Is it his, you know what I mean, that type of thing. So there's a lot of that pulling in this story as well, um, which is interesting. And, you know, coming from an Adam Strange book, which does kind of make sense the way he's putting it together. But... uh I don't know if you ever read uh, Sheriff of Babylon that he did. That was like the first thing he, one of the first big yeah. things he did back from Vertigo. Um, not that it's similar to that, but you know, more kind of political based on that type of stuff. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's, it's pretty good. I really enjoyed the Adam Strange book, or I like it so far at least. And then yeah, yeah. it was weird though because I could not get into Mister Miracle like at all. Oh really? I like Mister. I've only heard I, good things about that Mister Miracle. That's what everyone yeah. like. I said at the comic store, everyone's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just don't like it. It sucks." Fucking <laughs> <You know? laughs> leave me alone, oh, Jesus! Man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't read his Batman stuff, but yeah, he did like the Catwoman wedding. Was that him? Yeah, he was behind. Oh that really? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's where I think everyone was on board with what he was doing until that, and then or, then it's been like. uh Split down the middle, people. Tom King, like, who? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, but uh, oh, that's yeah. really cool. I didn't realize that they were going that angle with the the Adam Strange. Like, fuck, now I want to get. Yeah, it. it's interesting. Uh, I got the. I have the. I read the first two issues, and then my store sold out. And then of the, or I, I there was like a couple months where I didn't go, and then they sold out. And it's like, oh, you want to order them? I was like, ah, I'll just wait. And then finally, I. I was thinking about it more, and then I ended up ordering them from. Uh, so I'm waiting for them to come in before I can get the rest of them. Yeah, I've been having to eBay a lot of issue twos lately. Like I can get one, yeah. three, yeah. whatever, but not two for whatever reason. <laughs> like I'm still waiting on that that's question funny. issue two to come in. That's why I actually ah, haven't read through funny. it yet. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's doing yeah, but art Mr. In that uh, book too. Mr. Terrific shows up in Adam Strange, and uh, 
that's kind of interesting. Like, uh, so they're they're they originally enlist Batman to to do his detective work to find out whether or not he committed war crimes and and kind of dive into this puzzle. And Batman's like, I'm too close to this. I know you. I can't do that. So they bring in Mr. Terrific, and he's playing detective. And uh, it's kind of interesting. I never really read much of Mr. Terrific, so I don't really know too much about him. I don't know if it's true to what you know the original character is or anything. But uh, I like what they're doing with him, and uh, it's working out pretty good. It's it's a fun little wrinkle in there. Yeah, it's pretty but, sweet. Uh, that artist is awesome yeah. too. I don't know who it is. Yeah, top yeah, of my yeah. Head, but it's fucking great. Yeah, it's cool because like he does like two different styles, which is fun. Um, so like there's like the the modern time, like the present time, which is a little bit more like painterly, and then they do the um like the flashback scenes of like what's happening during the whole war and stuff like that, and uh, that's in a more traditional comic book style. And I was at first I thought maybe it was two different artists and they they split it up, but uh, it's apparently the same guy that's doing both, which is pretty cool. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's neat when someone can pull that off. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, other than that, that's that's pretty much all I got. You guys got anything else you want to throw in here? Uh, recommend? I'll throw in a weird one. It's a uh, that book, Faithless, by Brian Azzarello. Have you guys heard of that or read that? That's old, right? And they just came out with like a second. Uh, I don't know. I guess like the second part of it recently. It's only like issue oh, two okay. came out so far. It's pretty fucking weird, though. It's like oh no, oh, no I, I thought that was something different. No, I haven't read that. It's about like this chick who like ends up being a lesbian and she has like this weird like sexual like super sexual thing going on where she's like kind of like doing guys and girls but she kind of has like this weird like <laughs> magic thing going on where she can make people uh, do weird stuff and uh it's like what's that chick Tahula or Tula something I can't remember what the hell her name is. She did like uh that I um Tanya uh, variant cover or not variant, but a uh, poster for the movie Tula Latoy okay. or Latte. Okay. I don't know, dude. She's super graphic though. And like, I read the first issue. I was like, what is going on? And like, she ends up like, she's on her period and she's like a painter. She starts pe- like painting with her period blood. I'm like, what? Jesus. Yeah. And then like, she almost gets jumped by these dudes or like possibly raped. And she like uses her weird power to like make the dudes like all like start sucking each other off and like jizzing on each nice. other. It was so weird. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. If you're looking for a weird book, there it is. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. And then, uh, did you guys ever read uh, Chew? Uh-uh. Yes, I have read. I have. I read the first couple of trades. Let's put it that way. So they did, I haven't read the whole thing. They did like a spinoff with his sister, and it's called Chew, but it's spelled like their last name, C-H-U. Uh, okay. Uh, that's pretty cool because she's just like the complete opposite of Tony Chu, who's a like. <laughs> Does she have powers too or no? She does. I can't remember off the top of my head what hers are. Cause you know how that dude just thinks of like really yeah. off the top, like weird powers, but she's yeah, yeah, like yeah. a bank robber. So it's like the complete opposite of uh, Tony Chu. Yeah. So it's only like two issues in, but it's pretty good so far. Cause they're like kind hmm. of like figuring each other out and it's playing about into cool. like, like a little bit further in line with, um, Chu. So it's like okay. right before he gets that like cyborg partner. I don't even think I got that far into the series. Oh, Okay. So yeah, he ends up getting a cyborg partner like right before Poyo, that like killer rooster shows up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's like a cyborg I need killer to read rooster. That comic again. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. That that whole comic, if you're not familiar with it, is basically about a guy who uh, can. So like uh, solve mystery. I don't know. He like he can like tell the past or something by like eating. So <laughs> yeah, like this writer 
John Lehman gives everyone like weird powers. So he's a SIBO path. And so if he eats anything, he could see their past. And the only thing yeah, that the he can't absolutely. do or can't tell the past from is if he eats beets. So he's constantly eating beets and he's an FDA agent. And in this like universe, like chicken is illegal. So he's like constantly trying to like bust people for eating chicken. Like he's like an FBI agent, yeah. but he's actually an FDA agent. It's so weird. <laughs> it is very weird. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's all I got for current weird stuff. That's cool. Yeah. About uh, what about Matt? Nah, I got nothing. I have nothing else? current, anyways. Yeah, right. I got. It. No, okay. What about you, Greg? Anything else? So, uh, going back on my, I didn't buy any Marvel. Um, <laughs> I got enough. <laughs> I'm a liar. I did buy a lot more Marvel than I thought. Uh, I picked up that uh, God loves Man Kills uh, re-release, and they had added some extra stuff, and that for talking about relevant comics, like how old is that? It's like the eighties, like, isn't it? 80s or early yeah, I don't 80s know. i don't even think i've read that to be quite honest. uh it's it's got mike pence in it um i don't know if you there's i don't know if you've seen the memes of uh that it's like the dude pointing at nightcrawler and he's like ta- he's like that like that guy looks like a freak yeah. that he looks like mike pence that character is like the main villain of the book yeah. gotcha. um yeah. oh this is 82 82 yeah claremont oh wow jeez yeah that was like That's the last cool. claremont thing for x-men crazy um but yeah it's it, it totally goes into like prejudice and again really relevant and like uh cult of personalities and mm-hmm. demagoguery yeah like i i i feel like they're re-releasing some things and they're releasing some comics as a as a protest as a, and i yeah, definitely yeah. feel like the re-release of this was as a protest mm-hmm. i could see hmm. that that sounds interesting cool. But yeah, yeah, they just never even read that. added a little bit of depth to it, and uh, it's just basically a reprint of the 82 story. Nice. nice. That's cool. All right. Well, well <laughs> no one's got anything that else. Cool. That was fun. That was cool. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for, yeah uh, thanks for coming uh, having on. having me on. Check out uh, Greg uh, Studio Polaris. Studio Stella Polaris. Studio oh, Stella Jesus Polaris. Mike. Sorry. Sorry. I should have wrote it down. That's <laughs> my problem. <laughs> And uh, check out Mike, who uh, doesn't do anything. And then, uh, yep, that's me. <laughs> then check out me and Matt. We do this every now and again. <laughs> oh man! But thanks for coming on, guys. That was that was fun. I'll have to do this again. Yeah, man. In Appreciate the future it. Sometime. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah. I'll try to have more uh, current stuff to to uh, bring up, and not nah, be like, did you read this? Did you read yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to get up on that. It's fun just talking shop. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. Yeah. All right, well, thanks again. Later, dudes. Later. All right, see you.